Welcome to Just Listen, a celebration of literature from Nashville Public Library. For more stories and poetry, visit our website at library.nashville.org. Please feel free to leave a comment or to make requests or recommendations. And now, for today's selection. Today we will be examining the work of two American poets, both of whom are featured in a new book by John Dezekis entitled Love Songs, The Lives, Loves, and Poetry of Nine American Women. The book's focus is on a group of nine American women whose work dominated and helped shape the direction of American poetry. All of them used New York City as the locus for their expansion as poets during the first half of the 20th century. Both Sarah Teasdale and Edna St. Vincent Millay made important and lasting contributions to American poetry. Teasdale became the grand dame of the love lyric, and her poems were part of every lover's toolkit. During her own lifetime, Valentines abounded with her lyrics, many of which dealt with longing, desire, and later, unrequited and disappointing love. Few poets have been able to achieve the soundness of rhyme and meter, of passion and song, as Sarah Teasdale was able to achieve in a mere four or eight lines. Perhaps only Emily Dickinson, whose interest was the psyche more so than the heart, could pack as much meaning and intensity into a lyric phrase as Sarah Teasdale. Even so, quote, terrified by physical illness, Dezekas tells us in his book, and submerged in emotional darkness, she took her own life in the early evening hours of January 29, 1932, with a warm bath and a heavy dose of sleeping pills. The maestra of the concise love lyric, undone by love itself and loneliness, disappeared in all but memory from the world that had cost her so much emotionally. Some poems by Sarah Teasdale. We begin. Spring Rain I thought I had forgotten, but it all came back again, tonight with the first spring thunder, in a rush of rain. I remembered a darkened doorway, where we stood while the storm swept by, thunder gripping the earth and lightning scrawled on the sky. The passing motor buses swayed, for the street was a river of rain, lashed into little golden waves in the lamplight's stain. With the wild spring rain and thunder, my heart was wild and gay. Your eyes said more to me that night than your lips would ever say. I thought I had forgotten, but it all came back again, tonight with the first spring thunder in a rush of rain. The Fairy Forest The fairy forest glimmered beneath an ivory moon. The silver grasses shimmered against a fairy tune. Beneath the silken silence, the crystal branches slept, and dreaming through the dewfall, the cold white blossoms wept. Doctors Every night I lie awake, and every day I lie abed, and hear the doctors' pain and death conferring at my head. They speak in scientific tones, professional and low, 
One argues for a speedy cure, the other sure and slow. To one so humble as myself, it should be matter for some pride to have such noted fellows here conferring at my side. The Storm I thought of you when I was wakened by a wind that made me glad and afraid of the rushing, pouring sound of the sea that the great trees made. One thought in my mind went over and over while the darkness shook and the leaves were thinned. I thought it was you who had come to find me. You were the wind. Dust When I went to look at what had long been hidden, a jewel laid long ago in a secret place, I trembled, for I thought to see its dark, deep fire, but only a pinch of dust blew up in my face. I almost gave my life long ago for a thing that has gone to dust now, stinging my eyes. It is strange how often a heart must be broken before the years can make it wise. After Love There is no magic anymore. We meet as other people do. You work no miracle for me, nor I for you. You were the wind and I the sea. There is no splendor anymore. I have grown listless as the pool beside the shore. But though the pool is safe from storm and from the tide has found surcease, it grows more bitter than the sea for all its peace. Epitaph Serene descent, as a red leaf's descending when there is neither wind nor noise of rain, but only autumn air and the unending drawing of all things to earth again. So be it. Let the snow fall deep and cover all that was drunken once with light and air. The earth will not regret her tireless lover, nor he awake to know she does not care. I am not yours. I am not yours, not lost in you, not lost, although I long to be lost as a candle lit at noon, lost as a snowflake in the sea. You love me, and I find you still a spirit beautiful and bright, yet I am I who long to be lost as a light is lost in light. Oh, plunge me deep in love, Put out my senses, leave me deaf and blind, swept by the tempest of your love, a taper in a rushing wind. What do I care? What do I care in the dreams and the languor of spring that my songs do not show me at all? For they are a fragrance, and I am a flint and a fire. I am an answer, they are only a call. But what do I care, for love will be over so soon? Let my heart have its say and my mind stand idly by. For my mind is proud and strong enough to be silent. It is my heart that makes my songs, not I.
Faults They came to tell your faults to me. They named them over one by one. I laughed aloud when they were done. I knew them all so well before. Oh, they were blind, too blind to see. Your faults had made me love you more. Let it be forgotten. Let it be forgotten as a flower is forgotten, forgotten as a fire that once was singing gold. Let it be forgotten forever and ever. Time is a kind friend. He will make us old. If anyone asks, say it was forgotten long and long ago. As a flower, as a fire, as a hushed footfall, in a long-forgotten snow. The Answer When I go back to earth and all my joyous body puts off the red and white that once had been so proud, if men should pass above with false and feeble pity, my dust will find a voice to answer them aloud. Be still. I am content. Take back your poor compassion. Joy was a flame in me too steady to destroy. Lithe as a bending reed, loving the storm that sways her, I found more joy in sorrow than you could find in joy. Barter Life has loveliness to sell. All beautiful and splendid things, blue waves whitened on a cliff, Soaring fire that sways and sings, And children's faces looking up, Holding wonder like a cup. Life has loveliness to sell, Music like a curve of gold, Scent of pine trees in the rain, Eyes that love you, arms that hold, And for your spirit's still delight, Holy thoughts that star the night. Spend all you have for loveliness, Buy it and never count the cost, for one white singing hour of peace, count many a year of strife well lost, and for a breath of ecstasy, give all you have been or could be. Edna St. Vincent Millay won the Pulitzer Prize for Poetry in 1923 for her book The Ballad of the Harp Weaver, and brought the 700-year-old sonnet form into the 20th century with new life and voices that presented love lyrics in the everyday idiom of the modern city. Playing with conventional forms as well as the new free verse, Millet became an important bridge between the old and the new, a familiar voice putting forth controversial descriptions of female sexuality and feminism. While Sarah Teasdale's lyrics are often dreamy and redolent of diaphanous, sweet billows, Millet's voice is more impatient, more practical, more based on the reality of a tasted kiss than on the longing for it. Dezekas tells us, Millet would be so closely identified with Bohemia and with sexual liberation that it seemed as if she had been predestined to epitomize the spirit of Greenwich Village. The four most often quoted lines of her poetry, still familiar to people who know nothing else she wrote, captured the spirit of the liberated woman. My candle burns at both ends. It will not last the night. 
But ah, my foes, and oh, my friends, it gives a lovely light. Unfortunately, not long after publication of his book, John Dzekis died. He was the author of four books, including Opera in America, A Cultural History, which won the National Book Critics Circle Award. He was a professor emeritus of American Studies at the University of California, Santa Cruz. A founding member of UCSC's Cowell College in 1965, he later served as provost. The John DeZekis Teaching Award, presented annually in recognition of outstanding teaching by humanities faculty, was established in his honor in 2002. And now, some poetry by Edna St. Vincent Millay. We begin. Thou art not lovelier than lilacs, no, nor honeysuckle. Thou art not more fair than small white single poppies. I can bear thy beauty. Though I bend before thee, though from left to right, not knowing where to go, I turn my troubled eyes, nor here nor there find any refuge from thee, yet I swear so has it been with mist, with moonlight so. Like him who day by day unto his draught of delicate poison adds him one drop more till he may drink unharmed the death of ten. Even so, inured to beauty, who have quaffed each hour more deeply than the hour before, I drink and live what has destroyed some men. If I should learn in some quite casual way, that you were gone, not to return again. Read from the back of a paper, say, held by a neighbor in a subway train, how at the corner of this avenue in such a street, so are the papers filled, a hurrying man who happened to be you, at noon today had happened to be killed. I should not cry aloud. I could not cry aloud or wring my hands in such a place. I should but watch the station lights rush by with a more careful interest on my face, or raise my eyes and read with greater care where to store furs and how to treat the hair. Love is not all. It is not meat, nor drink, nor slumber, nor a roof against the rain nor yet a floating spar to men that sink and rise and sink and rise and sink again. Love cannot fill the thickened lung with breath, nor clean the blood, nor set the fractured bone. Yet many a man is making friends with death even as I speak, for lack of love alone. It well may be that in a difficult hour, pinned down by pain and moaning for release, or nagged by want past resolution's power, I might be driven to sell your love for peace, or trade the memory of this night for food. It well may be. I do not think I would. Here is a wound that never will heal, I know, being wrought not of a dearness and a death, but of a love turned ashes and the breath gone out of beauty. Never again will grow the grass on that scarred acre, though I sow young seed there yearly, and the sky bequeath its friendly weathers, down far underneath shall be such bitterness of an old woe. 
that April should be shattered by a gust, that August should be leveled by a rain, I can endure, and that the lifted dust of man should settle to the earth again. But that a dream can die will be a thrust between my ribs forever of hot pain. Time does not bring relief. You all have lied who told me time would ease me of my pain. I miss him in the weeping of the rain. I want him at the shrinking of the tide. The old snows melt from every mountainside, and last year's leaves are smoke in every lane. But last year's bitter loving must remain heaped on my heart, and my old thoughts abide. There are a hundred places where I fear to go. So with his memory they brim, and entering with relief some quiet place where never fell his foot or shone his face, I say, there is no memory of him here, and so stand stricken, so remembering him. What lips my lips have kissed, and where and why, I have forgotten and what arms have lain under my head till morning. But the rain is full of ghosts tonight that tap and sigh upon the glass and listen for reply, and in my heart there stirs a quiet pain for unremembered lads that not again will turn to me at midnight with a cry. Thus in the winter stands the lonely tree, nor knows what birds have vanished one by one, yet knows its boughs more silent than before. I cannot say what loves have come and gone. I only know that summer sang in me a little while, that in me sings no more. Even in the moment of our earliest kiss, when sighed the straightened bud into the flower, sat the dry seed of most unwelcome this, and that I knew, though not the day and hour. Too season-wise am I, being country-bred, to tilt at autumn or defy the frost. Snuffing the chill, even as my fathers did, I say with them, what's out tonight is lost. I only hoped, with the mild hope of all who watched the leaf take shape upon the tree, a fairer summer and a later fall than in these parts a man is apt to see, and sunny clusters ripened for the wine. I tell you this across the blackened vine. Time, that renews the tissues of this frame, that built the child and hardened the soft bone, taught him to wail, to blink, to walk alone, stare, question, wonder, give the world a name, forget the watery darkness whence he came, attends no less the boy to manhood grown, brings him new raiment, strips him of his own. All skins are shed at length, remorse, even shame. Such hope is mine, if this indeed be true. I dread no more the first white in my hair, or even age itself, the easy shoe, the cane, the wrinkled hands, the special chair. Time doing this to me may alter too my sorrow into something I can bear.
Since of no creature living the last breath is twice required, or twice the ultimate pain, seeing how to quit your arms is very death, tis likely that I shall not die again. And likely it is that time whose gross decree sends now the dawn to clamor at our door, thus having done his evil worst to me, will thrust me by, will harry me no more. When you are corn and roses and at rest I shall endure, a dense and sanguine ghost, to haunt the scene where I was happiest, to bend above the thing I loved the most, and rise and wring my hands and steal away as I do now, before the advancing day. Thou famished grave, I will not fill thee yet. Roar though thou dost, I am too happy here. Gnaw thine own sides, fast on. I have no fear of thy dark project, but my heart is set on living. I have heroes to beget before I die. I will not come anear thy dismal jaws for many a splendid year, till I be old. I aim not to be eat. I cannot starve thee out. I am thy prey, and thou shalt have me. But I dare defend that I can stave thee off. And I dare say with what life I lead, the force I spend, I'll be but bones and jewels on that day, and leave thee hungry even in the end. Sorrow Sorrow like a ceaseless rain beats upon my heart. People twist and scream in pain. Dawn will find them still again. This has neither wax nor wane, neither stop nor start. People dress and go to town. I sit in my chair. All my thoughts are slow and brown. Standing up or sitting down little matters, or what gown or what shoes I wear. Spring To what purpose, April, do you return again? Beauty is not enough. You can no longer quiet me with the redness of little leaves opening stickily. I know what I know. The sun is hot on my neck as I observe the spikes of the crocus. The smell of the earth is good. It is apparent that there is no death, but what does that signify? Not only underground are the brains of men eaten by maggots, Life in itself is nothing, an empty cup, a flight of uncarpeted stairs. It is not enough that yearly down this hill April comes like an idiot, babbling and strewing flowers. Departure It's little I care what path I take, and where it leads it's little I care. But out of this house, lest my heart break, I must go, and off somewhere. It's little I know what's in my heart. What's in my mind, it's little I know. But there's that in me must up and start. And it's little I care where my feet go. I wish I could walk for a day and a night, and find me at dawn in a desolate place, with never the rut of a road in sight, or the roof of a house or the eyes of a face. I wish I could walk till my blood should spout 
and drop me never to stir again on a shore that is wide, for the tide is out and the weedy rocks are bare to the rain. But dump or dock, where the path I take brings up, it's little enough I care, and it's little I'd mind the fuss they'll make, huddled dead in a ditch somewhere. Is something the matter, dear, she said, that you sit at your work so silently? No, mother, no. T'was a knot in my thread. There goes the kettle. I'll make the tea. First Fig My candle burns at both ends. It will not last the night. But ah, my foes and oh, my friends, it gives a lovely light. Grown Up Was it for this I uttered prayers and sobbed and cursed and kicked the stairs? that now, domestic as a plate, I should retire at half-past eight? Only until this cigarette is ended, a little moment at the end of all, while on the floor the quiet ashes fall, and in the firelight to a lance extended, bizarrely with the jazzing music blended, the broken shadow dances on the wall. I will permit my memory to recall the vision of you by all my dreams attended. And then adieu. Farewell. The dream is done. Yours is a face of which I can forget the color and the features, every one, the words not ever, and the smiles not yet. But in your day this moment is the sun upon a hill, after the sun has set. Exiled Searching my heart for its true sorrow, this is the thing I find to be, that I am weary of words and people, sick of the city, wanting the sea, wanting the sticky, salty sweetness of the strong wind and shattered spray, wanting the loud sound and the soft sound of the big surf that breaks all day. Always before, before my dooryard, Marking the reach of the winter sea, Rooted in sand and dragging driftwood, Straggled the purple wild sweet pea. Always I climbed the wave at morning, Shook the sand from my shoes at night, That now am caught beneath great buildings, Stricken with noise, confused with light. If I could hear the green piles groaning Under the windy wooden piers, See once again the bobbing barrels and the black sticks that fence the weirs. If I could see the weedy mussels crusting the wrecked and rotting hulls, hear once again the hungry crying overhead of the wheeling gulls. Feel once again the shanty straining under the turning of the tide. Fear once again the rising freshet. Dread the bell in the fog outside. I should be happy. That was happy all day long on the coast of Maine. I have a need to hold and handle shells and anchors and ships again. I should be happy that I'm happy never at all since I came here. I am too long away from water. I have a need of water near. (laughs) 
ashes of life. Love has gone and left me, and the days are all alike. Eat I must, and sleep I will, and would that night were here. But ah, to lie awake and hear the slow hours strike. Would that it were day again, with twilight near. Love has gone and left me, and I don't know what to do. This or that or what you will is all the same to me. But all the things that I begin I leave before I'm through. There's little use in anything as far as I can see. Love has gone and left me, and the neighbors knock and borrow, and life goes on forever like the gnawing of a mouse. And tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow there's this little street and this little house. Thanks for joining us. Tune in to another session of Just Listen by visiting your Nashville Public Library website at library.nashville.org.